Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thank you so much for making us a part of your Sunday morning. It's October 15th. I'm Laura Simon. It's been a chilly, windy weekend out there so far. Let's get right to meteorologist Jamie Travers this morning with a first look at that forecast. Jamie, what can we expect for the second half of our weekend? Yeah, well, you know, we a little bit damper. I know yesterday we had some areas, it was kind of misty, a little drizzly. I don't know if that's technically a word, but I feel like it I described so. it well. Yes, it um, did. <laughs> and breezy and chilly out there. So today, a little bit more in the way of rain showers. So we have a few of those showers working their way as east or southeast across the region as a little wave across northwestern Missouri makes its way across the state. So that's going to continue those spotty rain chances here into really throughout the day. Uh, 52 degrees out there right now, so a little bit cooler than 24 hours ago. North wind at 9 miles per hour, so that's actually adding a little extra chill. Uh, here's that view from space showing that batch of showers, light rainfall making its way to the south and southeast. So the uh, best rain chances today across central southeastern Missouri, but we're going to see a few spots of precipitation, sprinkles, drizzle in our area also. We're going to keep the clouds around for much of the day for most of the area. As you head out though, the 40s and low 50s again, cooler than yesterday morning and that cooling trend for the mornings are going to continue for the next few days. So for today, not a lot of sunshine by this afternoon. We should see some breaks in that cloud cover. Not going to do too much to warm us up. Temperatures today are going to stay in the mid to upper 50s. We'll talk about a little bit of a warm up that we are tracking for the work week coming up, Laura. All right, Jamie, thanks so much. This weekend marks one week since Hamas's surprise attack against Israel. As the country prepares for the next military phase of the war, the UN is warning of a growing humanitarian catastrophe in Gaza. And today, the Israeli Defense Force is responding directly to accusations. It intentionally targets civilians in Gaza while going after Hamas. The IDF said in a press briefing it never intentionally targets civilians. Some targeted explosions claims could be from roadside explosion devices. An IDF spokesperson says journalists need to be skeptical about Hamas information possibly intended as propaganda. The spokesperson says visuals made in the Gaza explosions need analysis by experts to determine which explosions are caused by which sources. At least 29 Americans have been confirmed dead in Israel. The ongoing attacks have left hundreds of thousands of people caught in the crossfire on both sides of the conflict. I spoke with a family in Israel and this morning they're sharing their struggles as this war with Hamas intensifies. These are not people you negotiate with. Ori Shafir lives in Tel Aviv with his wife and their three kids. Each day brings new dangers as rockets are raining down all over Israel. So we just got a notice, enter your protected room and shelter uh, now. Before they had to leave for their safety, we talked extensively about the terror they've been experiencing day in and day out. Everybody knows somebody that was either killed or kidnapped. My, my neighbor downstairs, her grandmother got shot in the stomach. Grandmother got shot in the stomach 
while she was rescued from her shelter uh, uh, Saturday morning. And she's still very in, in a tough condition. The massive attack carried out by Hamas militants came a day after Israel marked the 50th anniversary of the surprise invasion on Yom Kippur. It caught people in Israel off guard. Even in Israeli standards, we're tough. We've been dealing with violence for many, many years. Everybody here is, is, is completely destroyed mentally, physically. We're very strong people and everybody is just, it's, it, it's really an insane reality for everyone here. Which, and we're used to war, we're used to crazy realities, we're used to rockets, we're used to terrorism. This is a whole new level of atrocities. And this is a struggle for his whole family. His kids are ages nine, seven, and four. Which is another layer of difficulty, you know. Kids are home, you need to keep them busy, but you can't really go um, too far from home. You want to stay a few, you know, just like a, a few seconds away from the bomb shelter. This is an act of sheer evil. President Biden was standing squarely by Israel, but on Friday he called the unfolding humanitarian crisis in Gaza an urgent priority, saying the overwhelming majority of Palestinians had nothing to do with Hamas's appalling attacks and their suffering as a result as well. We're actually fighting for our survival as a country. It's, it's not an exaggeration. And Shafir tells me they get about three alerts on their phone a day that forces them to scramble to their safety. Their kids are going to start learning via Zoom tomorrow. He also tells me Israel is very much dependent on the U.S. for its survival. Meantime, regional activists from the National Campaign for Human Dignitary, Dignity rather gathered in St. Louis addressing the Israel-Hamas war, and they held a news conference downtown on Spruce Street. Fox 2's Elliot Davis was there as the group called on Israel to halt the bombing of Gaza and end the blockage. The National Campaign for Human Dignity condemned the Israeli blockade of Gaza in response to the terror attacks by Hamas. The group that held a news conference downtown is demanding that water, food and electricity be restored to Gaza. But they didn't just level the blame at Israel. We believe that no amount of terrorism or justification for terrorism is acceptable. We oppose Hamas killing innocent civilians in Israel. We oppose the bombardment, relentless bombardment by the Israeli government of civilians in Gaza. We believe that uh, both acts of terrorism. Their demands are for Israel to end the blockade, cease the bombing of Gaza, halt the push to move out two million Palestinians from Gaza. You would not classify uh, what Israel's reaction as terrorism in as much as they are responding to the, the Hamas attacks. The, the, the Israelis did not start the attack by Hamas on innocent Israeli people on innocent civilians. Hamas started that. We held a press conference today to condemn that. But we also held a press conference today to condemn the bombardment that Israel is engaging in as a reaction. The group is also calling for U.S.-sponsored peace talks to end the fighting. That was Elliot Davis reporting there. 
To some other headlines this morning, city homicide detectives are investigating a double shooting in North St. Louis. Officers were called to Jefferson and Gamble around 6 last night. When they got there, they found a 24 year old man suffering from a gunshot wound. He was not conscious or breathing. We're also finding out this morning a second victim in this shooting was shot in the foot. Police did not say what led up to this or if they have any suspects in custody. Anyone with information who would like to remain anonymous can call Crime Stoppers there at the number on the bottom of your screen. It's 1-866-371-8477. The St. Louis Blues back on home ice. The team's return to action was also celebrated with a massive party out at Union Station. Fox 2's James Atherley shows us the excitement building up to the Blues' first home game of the season. Fans partying at Union Station with high anticipation as a new season of St. Louis Blues hockey takes to the Enterprise Center for the first time. After a disappointing 2022-2023 season, fans are eager to see how their favorite players will perform this year. Oh, I think it's going to be a totally different team and they're going to come out ready to go this year. A sterling effort by Blues goalie Jordan Bennington in the season opener this week in Dallas surprised some fans with the Stars being a favorite to contend for the top spot in the Central Division. Even so, the fans are looking forward to seeing how the team plays on home ice with new leadership in the form of the team's new captain, Braden Shen. I have high hopes for him and his uh, direction that he's going to give the boys this year. Blues Nation is extremely excited to see how the team performs with Shen along with young stars Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, and young backup goalie Joel Hofer. Even though we had him just for a short time last year, he made a difference when he was here. We got Sonny back, we've got Blaze back, uh, Piranha did great last year, Kaepernick did great, so I think it'll be way different this year. Those attending the party were entertained by live music, enjoying food and drinks from local vendors, playing lots of games, and seeing if they could win one of many prizes, including pucks that were autographed by any one of the players on the team. As St. Louis hopes for another Stanley Cup, some fans still vividly remember how it was to win it all in 2019. Oh, it's on, you can't describe it. <laughs> it was insane. The Blues have a few days off following tonight's contest, not hitting the ice again until October 19th when they host the Arizona Coyotes at the Enterprise Center. In Union Station, James Atherley, Fox 2 News. Looking for more Blues coverage as the season gets started? Just go to fox2now.com throughout the season to find all our coverage from both on and off the ice. Just search Blues from our homepage. It felt like yesterday was just as chilly outside as it was inside Enterprise Center last night for that game. It was windy too. And we, yes. we saw some spots of rain at times too. Is today going to be pretty similar to that? A little bit of mist and drizzle. Actually, yeah, today we actually have some stuff showing up on radar. A lot of times mist and drizzle we don't see on mm -hmm. radar. So yesterday morning as I was driving home, um, out to Chesterfield. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's misting. And we didn't, you know, I didn't have any ground truth at that point because it, again, it doesn't really show up on radar. But today we actually have some green showing up on the map. We have some light rain showers, mainly across central Missouri, but we also have some very spotty stuff to the east, even impacting the metro east and up into McCoupin, Montgomery counties, Fayette, Marion counties. These showers are moving toward the south. And then we have this batch of light rain fall back in central Missouri, impacting parts of Phelps, Dent, Crawford, Southern Gasconade counties. We have low pressure 
back across northwestern Missouri, moving toward the south and east. It's a little wave that's rolling through, so that's going to keep these rain chances around through much of the day, but precipitation will stay light. Waterloo, Illinois. Well, it's dark there. Visibility just fine from that camera view. Here is a view from our power, uh, powers PwC Pinnet Building, I believe. Yes, PwC Pinnet Building looking at the arch. I might be off on that camera view. I don't know why I'm blanking. Uh, 52 degrees north wind at 9 miles per hour. Pressure this hour is holding steady. That dew point is at 45. Humidity is at 77%. Now elsewhere, we have 49 at Moscow Mills, 47 in Litchfield. I did check the wind chill map where we have temperatures in the 40s. The wind chill is calculated right around 44, 45 degrees. So feeling a few degrees colder than these numbers. The wind chill doesn't magically go away once we hit 50, but we do not calculate it with temperatures above 50, but it still feels cooler with that breeze out there. So we do have those winds out of the north. We have that cooler air continuing to be moved into the area, a lot of cloud cover, and then that light rainfall. So light rain and sprinkles continuing at times for today, really at any point in time. It does show some signs or the clouds show some signs of breaking up a little bit later on this afternoon and into the evening hours, but still temperatures remain cool. It will be breezy, maybe not quite as windy as yesterday, but still breezy. We'll have some clearing overnight tonight into tomorrow, and then for tomorrow morning, it will be a little bit cooler temperatures down into the low to mid 40s and we should see a lot of sunshine for the day tomorrow warming us up to the low 60s and upper 50s but a few more clouds may still be impacting some of our eastern counties so some of our central and south central illinois counties for tomorrow those wind gusts well this has come down about five miles per hour yesterday we were expecting gusts to about 30 today 20 to 25 but straight out of the north so spot sprinkles at times today it will be breezy. 57 degrees is it for your high. Yesterday we hit 58, so today actually a touch cooler. Many areas not making it out of the mid-50s. Tonight down to 45, some clearing, and we will call that chilly. Northwest wind still a little bit elevated, around 10 miles per hour. Your extended forecast, the coldest night that we are expecting will be Monday night into Tuesday morning, where we are watching the potential for some frost to develop because Temperatures will range from the mid 30s to the low 40s. So St. Louis at 42 will be one of the warmer spots on the map. Many places will be seeing the mid 30s, which means that frost could develop Monday night into Tuesday morning. That again is the coldest morning in the forecast. We will see warming trend through Wednesday, 73 degrees by Wednesday. That's a touch above normal. And then we are uh, tracking some slight rain chances, really technically beginning Wednesday night, lasting through Thursday with another system that's going to cool us down at least slightly as we head through the rest of your work week. But temperatures for the weekend, not looking too bad.